Hello, welcome back to the Flurry Sports Podcast. I almost said welcome back to the NFL. How crazy is that? Apologies for some of the audio stuff last week. Apparently, if you flip on and off the internet enough times, it puts you underneath the water. So that's what <laughs> happened last week for all of our news listeners who uh, you know, joined the podcast just to listen to see what is this podcast that was not award for winning. award. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, th- this is what beat us out, possibly. Uh, yes, it's us. Hello, welcome back. Um, but the NFL is doing crazy stuff. Six teams have clinched the playoffs already. Four teams have been eliminated already, and we will get into all of that in a little bit. Jake, Jake Osmond's with me. I'm Zach Bruner, as always. And it's been a few weeks. We haven't had a segment. Our weekly segment, the worst, and uh, Jake came spewing, running out of breath into the room, just irate. So, Jake, who is? You're the worst. I don't have the sound clip. Jake, who's your worst? It's soccer fans. (laughs) Soccer fans, the worst, the worst. worst. I've got two reasons for it, Zach. That's multiple reasons. You know what? Soccer in general. Soccer in general. Football. You're the worst. Reason number one, you, you folded one good game, one good final game, and suddenly I didn't hear anything about slave labor. I went a whole weekend without hearing about <laughs> workers' true. rights. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't a winter game. It was just the best game ever played. Everyone's like, how couldn't you be a fan of this sport? I was like, I watched three documentaries telling me why I should be a fan of this sport. What are you talking John Oliver's done four shows on it. I've, I've got tons of re- you told me all of you soccer people were like this is this is messed up this was rigged we shouldn't be here but did you see that game which i was like that's football for you doesn't matter the kind but you know it's a little <laughs> you know that's why they call both football you're absolutely right we figured yeah. it out soccer fans here's here's the real reason you're the worst though I'm just trying to watch the Jags game, man. I just wanted to watch <laughs> yeah. Jags boys. It was a great game, by the way. And no, I watched Lionel Messi thank the world, I guess. Thanks, Lionel. Now get off my screen. I'm trying to watch Trevor Lawrence magic. Yeah. I'm trying to see Travis Etienne, Lionel. Like, who yeah. are you to rid me of Zay Jones going for a hat trick? What 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 an electric Sunday. Uh, That's right. You're yeah. absolutely right, though. The whole time, it's like, oh, this is going to be the, be the worst World Cup ever. Games start going, oh, this is the worst World Cup ever. Uh, it's unpredictable. The It's too hot. There's so much crime going on. People are dying. People are getting killed. And then all of a sudden, best game of all time, the most beautiful game ever. Like, this is why even the meatheads should like football, the true football, soccer. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm trying to set my fantasy lineups, which, by the way, all basically lost. So, fuck you, soccer. I think you're probably the issue for that. I think so. Yeah, also, it's like, what matters? Gay rights or how good Mbappe is? You know, you got to pick one. By the way, he's really good. (laughs) He's really good. That's what I got out of that game while I was waiting to see some cowboys, you know? I was like, this guy's pretty good. (laughs) Then he lost. So I'm like, I guess I don't know anything. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's fine. You can be good in the final game, but if you can't win, win the whole thing, then what's it mean? What's it all for? That's right. Bon voyage. Uh, But, you know, (laughs) that's a a French French. joke for you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, By the way, I think the Jags knew when they were on TV. You know, they let the Cowboys get ahead, but then they had that national audience. (laughs) They were like, time to shine. Uh, Doug Peterson lives for that national crowd, you know? Doug Peterson was watching the World Cup on the sideline. Yeah, I mean, he he he's not known for being on the sideline and watching the games, even back as a player. Like he is he's checked out. That's not his job. But you know what? Good good for the Jakes. Which, by the way, Jake, uh, a lot of this show is going to be tailored to uh, episode 108, our first episode of this season. We made a lot of predictions, a lot of storyline predictions, and one of them was you saying how bad the Jaguars are going to be and are. So here we are. They're not that they're they're not good, but they're not that bad. No, I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh listen, I I think 
the Jags showed what we all kind of knew, which was Urban Meyer, you're the worst. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. Hit the segment again. It's you. Uh, I don't know. I, You know what? I was wrong on that take, but I will say how many wins they got. Uh, I mean, not enough. I can tell you that much. I think seven. Um, they exactly. have six wins. Oh, but who cares? Yeah, they're not good. Um, <laughs> you know, by the way, I made the mistake this week. I feel like that's how I felt the Texans had gone this year. I was like, mm-hmm. Texans did better than I thought. And then my dad's like, I think they've won one game. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. My bad. You had that exact same energy when we did our predictions. By the way, go back and listen, but we'll be talking through a lot of them because we nailed most of them, I feel. Um, but we were talking – first off, we started this whole who are the worst teams in the NFL part with there aren't that many bad teams. Like, the NFL is pretty even this year. And then look what happened. Like, the NFL has been, you know, the most even it's ever been. So we called that. However, I think we started by saying uh, – you said Jaguars are terrible – we both agreed the Jets are terrible. <laughs> and then I said the Bears are terrible. So one of three is not too bad. Um, I said the Bears were the worst team in the NFL. And then I said the Texans are probably the next. And then you defended your love of Lovey Smith, which is fair. Yeah. Got the best but, but then we said they might end up with the worst record in the NFL, but every game is going to be close. And look at which what's been happening. Nailed it. Um, by the way, if you, you think if you asked most NFL fans, they would say that the Jags or the Bears were a better team. I think uh, that'd be an interesting one? poll. That's true. That's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think the Jaguars are good by any stretch of the imagination. But Justin Fields apparently is everyone's darling now. Everyone's like, I told you. And like, no, no one believed in him. <laughs> like, a few weeks ago. What are you talking about? Also, I, I think his own line deserves some credit. I think they're getting a little yeah. better. Well, they for sure are getting better. Yeah. Like, let's... Yeah, for sure. That's not <laughs> if even... If you cut block enough, you're going to lose some weight. <laughs> I think that's what's happening. I think they're getting a little quicker. That's true. They're, they've decided they need to, like, push people instead of, like, just trying to, like, maneuver around them and try to juke out defenders and break their ankles that way. Yeah. No, no, they're cutting them. Um, but yes. So we got a bunch of predictions here. So Jake, let me know. Should we start with that? Should we start with a possible slightly new segment called What Are You Doing? Um, or we should, should we start, start with, with the our... NBA? Ooh, ooh, I ooh. <laughs> you know what? You got me. Let's hit the NBA. Let's hit the NBA. We'll come back. Let's hit the quad. Okay. Remember that. <laughs> that was what a snapshot in time. Um, <laughs> yes, I do. Um, <laughs> frazzled. Uh, last year, we followed the NBA season pretty closely because we were predicting who would be the NBA champion, the NBA MVP. And it turned out we just found the perfect formula to pre- predict NBA coach of the year. Whoops. Sorry about it. But we got that checked off there. We saw we can figure out that. But how do we predict NBA MVP, Jake? So I, in the past 10 minutes think i may have figured out the one stat that we need to look at what is that jake you've cracked it wide open i cracked it wide open like i looked at the stats like what's the most important stat okay got it got to protect the ball the ball is the program so i looked at turnovers per game and we are going to gauge mvp uh based on turnovers per game now the past 10 mvps jake because that's all the time i had to look uh last 10 mvps uh the average turnovers per game for that MVP was 3.73 turnovers per game. Okay. Okay. So if we look at the NBA currently and I'll just name, I'll give myself a little wiggle room, right? I think that's only fair. So I'll look, I'll read the players who are averaging between 3.8 and 3.6 turnovers per game. Okay. Okay. And this is going to be our MVP watch. And I think it's pretty damn official because uh, stats don't lie. So So, can I ask a clarifying question? Sure. Why not? These aren't the folks who are like leading the NBA in the stat. This is just folks who are closest to our perfect number. Yeah. Okay. I'm just, I I just wanted to (laughs) clarify. I like it more. I just want, I like that better than just lowest turnovers. No. Yeah. Not lowest turnovers. Actually, they're one of the most, it's pretty much the most turnovers in the league, by the way. But 
it, what are you going to do? So 3.8 to 3.6 is Trey Young, Giannis, Nikola Jokic, back-to-back MVP. Weird. Luka Doncic, uh, Kevin Durant, Ja Morant, and Russell Westbrook. So that's your MVP watch right now. Tell me, tell me the MVP is not going to be one of those players. Can't do it. Was Luca in there? Yeah. Oh my God. No, it's Whoops. I think you nailed it. Whoops. Sorry. Sorry. Give me an MVP vote. I feel like I deserve the MVP vote at the very least. Give me what? I kind of love that. You found the magic number. Yep. I mean, and then just above it is uh, Joel Embiid and Kevin Porter Jr. Um, both having fine in. years, but too many turnovers. Too many. Yeah. I like that. Also, big year for Russell Westbrook. That's what everyone's saying. Yeah. Hey, he may have only started three games, but he is producing where it matters, and that's giving the ball away. God, that's so many turnovers for him. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I mean, you know what? He he was one of the MVPs that really bumped up that average, actually. <laughs> so, I You know what other stat I would love to see if we could find a correspondence with? What? Amount of time holding the ball. like Oh, yeah. Pos- I can find that. Possession for one player. Because I was just thinking, I'm like, it should be, like, so many teams don't run a true point anymore. Like, it should be their stud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, usage rate, I'm sure, is off the charts for, like, every MVP. I would assume. Yeah. But, okay, here's my thing. I think that's a good pool for us. But at the end of the year, can we pick the one who's statistically closest to 3.73? Is that Absolutely. our MVP? Okay, good. Yeah, that's my MVP. I don't I don't care what the league is doing, but the, I would assume they match if they, yeah. you know, paid attention. That's right. But yeah, that's just that's just our uh not quite mid season. Well, I mean the NBA season truly starts in a few days on Christmas. So that's that's when things really get started. We really shouldn't collect stats until after Christmas, but it is what it is. Okay. Um my nomination for what are you doing this week, Jake? Uh, first, close, close second honorable mention is uh, uh, the Patriots at the end of that fucking game. Uh, like, what? What are you? What? What are you? What are we trying to do here? Just go to overtime yeah. instead of giving it to Jacoby uh, uh, Myers, and then he whips it to Chandler Jones. And by the way, Chandler Jones gets it. Stiff arms, Mac Jones. Very disrespectful. Incredible. And the only thing I could think during that entire time, Jake was when's john jones's next fight by the way ufc what are you doing that's why that is such a good honorable measure there's a double in there what's going on just give us john jones and Chandler jones figure it out i don't know like knock it off but this is what it is jake this week's what are you doing today i just want to check in on hockey like i haven't heard <laughs> anything is the hockey season going on i would love to know i had no idea and one of the biggest news stories from this weekend jake Here's the headline. Sources. NHL considering an 84-game regular season schedule. What are you doing? <laughs> two more games? What are we What are we trying to do? That's two what the people games. wanted. That's what we're demanding. Like, if you're going to go up, go up. Why are we getting two more games? No one watches two games, period. <laughs> I like to think... They always thought we were at that amount of games. It's not like an increase. <laughs> it's just a, it's like someone typed it down. And it's like, why are we playing on Wednesday of May? Like, why are we playing on May 17th? And someone's like, oh shit, I thought we were, I thought we were off on Arbor Day. <laughs> I haven't really read deeper into the article, but the first sentence says the NHL has discussed this uh, moving from 82 to 84 in an effort to create more regional rivalry matchups. Two. <laughs> it's such a it's, meaningless change. It's totally a scheduling error. They forgot. They forgot to book a couple teams. They told. Yeah. They were like, "Oh God, how did we? How did we not book the Red Wings and the Blackhawks? Shit, <laughs> we need right, one give them more a home game. and give them an away. We need two. We need two. It's so annoying. This is why NHL is not going to take off. Just shit like this. It's just dumb." Dumb Why stuff. does any sport think we want more of it? <laughs> like, I don't know. So cocky, especially hockey. Like, you just got the ESPN deal. I don't know if it's going well. 
Like, take it easy. Let's figure it out. I don't know. It's incredible. Like, like as much as you made a good point last week of, like, folks like Levitard being mad about having an extra game in the NFL being dumb, I do think it's, like, truly the only thing the NFL could do to turn heel is adding too many games. We just True. don't want it. We'd like the amount of time sports currently take. Don't mess up right. my calendar. Yeah, like the point of football is that every game matters. And then once we get yeah. 24 games, it's like, it, it's, does anything matter? Do I matter? At this point, the, what is life? Such is The life. only thing I will say, I did this week start to feel <laughs> the pressure of the schedule being a little longer, only because I was like, oh my God. God, no one's mathematic. Hardly anyone's mathematically eliminated, and I can't. It sucks. It sucks. I was like, the Rams are playing for their lives tonight. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That can't be right. The whole NFC South is still in it. (laughs) Like, this. The whole NFC South is within one game of the Buccaneers. I know. What a division. It's insane. If if I told you that at the beginning of the year, what record do you think? we would have thought they had if i said at the beginning of the year the whole nsc south is one game behind the buccaneers i feel like we all would have been like oh my god they all had eight wins right no. something like that <laughs> five yeah bad year I'll for go, the nfc south we got a lot of predictions to go into but one of them jake was talking about the saints so and by the way i'm not saying we have an answer for what we predicted because we kind of predicted a question and it was, are the Saints, are you good or are you bad? And then we also said, nobody's talking about Elvin Kamara, which is still true. Like in any context, no one's talking about it. And then we said, a lot of people around the Saints think the Saints are going to be good. We have zero idea if they're going to be good. Um, and a lot of people are just assuming they're going to take one over Tampa. And then you said, you think that's because a lot of people think Tampa is going to be worse than what they are. Mm-hmm. But and we also said the other two teams are interesting because that's when we found out Marcus Mariota was the same age as me. Basically, yeah. we're like they they could be good, and the Panthers aren't that bad. But like, I don't know. I'm not sure if we predicted anything right or anything wrong with this division. But we 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 expressed our confusion with it, and I think that came true. I think it came true. I think we thought the Bucks were going to be better than they are. Um, sure. I think everyone in that division. Well, no, that can't be right. I think the Falcons and the Panthers are about as good as we thought they were. And I think the Saints yeah. and the Bucks are worse. Yes, I would say Maybe so. we thought the Saints were going to be this, but the Bucks are certainly worse. Bucks are certainly worse. I mean, injuries for sure is a major issue there. But even still, like, it's just weird. It's just really weird. We also and thought Gronk was going to come back. Yeah, yeah. I think we predicted Gronk and Edelman at halftime of week one, which maybe didn't happen. No. I'm not – I mean, Gronk could come back, but at this point, why? Um, but, but I think we everything we said around the Bucks though, was assuming this was Tom Brady's final year. And now I'm not sure it's his final year. Correct. Much to the detriment of iPads everywhere. True. Very true. By hits, it's going to get rough, Apple. Figure it out. Here we go, Jake. One of the first predictions we made, it was it was the first storyline I brought up, was the Cardinals, because the Cardinals just paid Cliff Kingsbury and Ooh. Kyler Murray. I said uh, they are now allowed to be hated by the NFL fan bases because they finally got paid. You said this is the year they're either going to fly or flounder. There's no in-between. And, Jake, I think both of our things came true. The Cardinals suck. We hate the Cardinals. They're terrible. Bring on the Colt McCoy era. That's what we all want. I've never been more proud of a past prediction, by the way. I was like, way to sit on that fence past me. Like, that was a catchy way to <laughs> yeah, say it. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, they're either going to be good or bad. <laughs> you know? way, way to go. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah. But I mean, people really thought they were a trendy pick. And, like, we kept hammering home, like, why are they considered one of the favorites in the division? That was weird. Well, when none of it's like when you broke down any part of their team, it's like that's worse, that's worse. We knew that wasn't good. Like Kyler's mm-hmm. just good at not getting tackled, like annoyingly right. good, but like <laughs> it's like that's his only skill set. I also like 
the only thing I wish we could have predicted was how awesome Colt McCoy has been. I love the <laughs> sheriff. I love him yeah. so much. Me too. Me too. Um, but, but yeah, we kept hammering. Well, we said two things, and obviously one of them ended up being very not true. Uh, but we kept saying, obviously, the 49ers are still in that division. They're unbelievable. Yeah. And then we said the Rams aren't, like, discussed at all, and they're the reigning champs. And obviously, injuries really took a toll on that team. Yeah. Um, but even if they were fully healthy, I don't think they'd be ahead of the 49ers anyway. But, yeah. yeah. It's coming up, but I think I did the same thing with the Rams. I think I, I, think I both predicted, like, them and the Bengals collapsing and also uh, – <laughs> them being really good i think i've said both of those things um in this specific episode when we did storylines we didn't talk much about the rams we just said like they for some reason are getting disrespected yeah and we didn't know why i know we specifically for storylines talked about them versus lions which as we discussed last week can't believe the rams are the one who <laughs> folded on that bargain that's dumb i know and by the way, that must have been a different episode. Like we must have had multiple episodes of predictions. So yeah, we've got storyline one out there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of 49ers, uh, I said Trey Lance is going to get hurt and Jimmy G will take over. That happened wow. immediately. I mean, that seemed Nailed obvious. That. Did not know Brock Purdy was waiting though. <laughs> In the shadows. Purdy. Get Brock Purdy. <laughs> um, okay. This was a good one. This was a really good one. I well, We both piggybacked off each other. So I started with saying uh, Bills and Chargers are like two of the highest cool. rated teams in terms of the odds to win the Super Bowl. How are they going to blow it? Because we know they aren't going to win. Like what's going to happen? And then you kind of went on a Chargers rant. Uh, we talked about the Bills a little bit, but you you had some feelings on the Chargers. You said, please, everybody stop believing in the Chargers. And then you said, I uh, someone is going to say, I know... I'm not supposed to believe in the Chargers, but they started five and three. Jake, what did they start in the first eight weeks? They started I knew I three. wanted to find the episode where I said that because I was like, I think they did that this year. Episode 108. And then uh, their winning record, uh, winning percentage from whatever span you took, it was a while. It was a long time. It was, it was 10 52%. Years. Yeah. yeah. Okay, 52%. We both declared them a nine and eight team. They're probably going to finish nine and eight. <laughs> like, this is the Chargers. so dumb. Someone's got to investigate that. It's yeah. like death taxes and the Chargers going nine and eight. It's so stupid. This weekend, a lot of people were yelling that the NFL is rigged for specific calls, but I would be, I'm louder on this point. The NFL is rigged because of that specific thing. It's not fair. <laughs> It's it's the magic ratio, man. It is. It is. And during our whole Chargers rant and getting mad at them, I also predicted the Broncos to lose that division. So I'm proud about that. I said with like six or seven wins, though. So they're a little worse than I thought they'd be. Did you predict high knees on the airplane? I did not. I would love that. I I know Russ likes to get loose, though. I should have. Can't believe that (laughs) slipped my mind. Um, Trevor asked us, uh, what the rate? How, what would the Raiders' offense be with the addition of Devontae Adams now? And we said they're not going to get any better. They're the exact same. They'll probably get worse, and they're not going to use Hunter Renfro. What happened? <laughs> like, exactly. It's the Raiders. This whole this division. So we also obviously in the mix of all of this kept saying the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Like Chiefs are going to win it. Yeah. And, I mean, most predictable division of all time. What are we supposed to do? Okay. Face turns. We we each Ooh. had some uh, face turn um, nominees and two of them that were brought up and I think are two possible ones that came true. One, I, I ask, did Tom Brady have a face turn this year? No. No? Because of the stuff in the middle of like there was a lot of like Blaming teammates somewhat. I think the meltdowns okay. on the side. Fans hate meltdowns on the sidelines, man. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they, they hate really do. people looking mad about not doing well. That's like <laughs> low-key been like Roger's most unlikable trait for years is people being yeah. like, why is he – who's he mad at? It's not their <laughs> fault. God, the no wonder no one wants to come play with Aaron Rodgers. 
Yeah, I know. Makes me so mad. It's like he's mad at himself. Like, stop. It's yeah. always and also who cares? <laughs> like he can yell. That's what it's assistant fine. coaches are telling players too, by the way. He's mad at himself. Who cares? It's fine. <laughs> Don't take it. Sammy stopped crying, and now they had to cut Sammy because he ran away. Too hurt. I know. The other face turn, though, Jake, and I think this did come true. Baker Mayfield. Fans want Baker to succeed now. They absolutely do. Yes. And Playing tonight. We're recording earlier. We're recording before Monday Night Football. So Baker Mm -hmm. is on primetime two weeks in a row. Baker wins tonight. Like, he's going to be all over headlines, I feel like. Probably. I think so. I couldn't believe how much last week people the, the story was like the heroic Baker Mayfield. I couldn't believe, like, yeah. how much we were buying into that. I was like, the Rams are – they're dead, man. <laughs> I'm like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Well, he, he beat the Raiders. <laughs> like Everyone beats the Raiders. Derek yeah. Carr cut a promo last night that made me mad. He like, did you see his post game promo? No, I didn't. <laughs> they snapped a six game losing streak, and he was like, "Anyone who's been around the Raiders for a long time knows how much that game meant to us." And I was like, "Stop it!" <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> Everyone wants to win after six losses, Derek. What are you? T- oh man! And that's ba- I will say. Has it been a worse year for Baker Mayfield than Deshaun Watson? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. It's, it's, In terms of treatment, you know? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird because obviously we talked about the face turn. And when we talked about it, uh, I brought it up as Matt Rule versus Baker Mayfield. And ne- neither of them are on the Panthers at this moment. <laughs> yeah, by the way, both <laughs> lost. Yeah. Both on new teams already. Congratulations. Go cool. Um, but yeah, Baker got thrown aside in Carolina and hops a plane and somehow it looks he didn't look great. He looked fine and he won the game. Yeah. I don't know. By the way, how did you know there's there's high tides, there's low tides, and above it all, Sam Darnold. How does he <laughs> how does he survive, man? How does he always land on top? Sam Darnold's landed on top. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's true. But Sam Darnold survived. Zach Wilson can't keep oh him God. off the field. No. And people went through it with him yesterday. After one drive, they're like, see, he's terrible. And then he made a few throws, and they're like, see, he's good. Like, knock it off. Like, he's fine. We, also, we, we know what he is. Watch longer. <laughs> Stop reacting yeah. so quickly. Ugh, it's so annoying. Um. Speaking of Jets, we'll get to them in a little bit. But then we also did Miss Congeniality, Jake. And, I mean, this one was easy. Easy. Yeah, you for sure brought up right away Jared Goff. You said he's bought in. He's going to buy into the grit. People are going to love him. He's going to be good. And, I mean, at least at home, Jared Goff's been outstanding this year. He has bought into the grit. He has shown a little bit of personality with the Detroit Lions. And then after that, I said... My nominee was the Detroit Lions as a whole, and I think that has really come through here. Uh, we asked if Dan, this was going to be the year Dan Campbell's either going to be hated or loved, and he started hated. People saying he's a hack. One and six in the first seven games, six and one in the past seven games. The Detroit Lions are a fucking wagon right now, and I wouldn't want to play them. No. I will say, though, <laughs> I think we did call that. I, I don't think he can quit Jared Goff. I don't think there's any no. way that – no. No, they're hitched now. Yeah, um, some Detroit Lions fans. I posted our video in a few places last yeah. week. We is Detroit Lions fans. Don't go down this dark path. Don't go down the Jared Goff path. Get a backup option. He is not the long term solution. But I mean, yeah, the Rams are for sure going to give him every opportunity to stay as the long term quarterback. And I guess right. you know whatever. Just don't overpay him. That's all I beg you not to do. Don't over. Don't make him a $200, $300 million quarterback. No. That's, that's my worry for them. But, I mean, it is so true, though, of, like, the Lions are beloved. It's wild in, like, a sport like football where it's like, they're America's team, man. Like, they're just yeah. so likable. 
Um, I also think somehow they're they're good. Like they're a good team. I think Amon Saint uh Amon's Amon Ra St. Brown is like maybe low key one of the most popular players in the sport for like people who know football. Swift, yeah. people love Swift. Uh mm-hmm. I I love oh what's there uh uh you got to help me out with the rookie D end. <laughs> oh Aiden Hutchinson? Yeah, everyone's mom's favorite player. Aiden yeah, Hutchinson. <laughs> we, yeah. It's still true. It's still <laughs> still very true. He has been yeah, he's I mean he's a mini Watt. He's probably got some Watt blood in him somewhere. But yeah, that whole team they fired a cornerback co- coach and they went from historically the worst team defense in the NFL to being pretty good lately. Like, well, they haven't I been mean, amazing, the whole thing but they've is been decent. They, they just make <laughs> their whole thing. That is funny. They just make coaching changes a tad too late because I think Dan doesn't want to let him go. Like that's their only like hiccup is yeah. like Dan's loyalty. It, it is, but and truly, like this team, I don't understand. Like their their strength clearly is their offensive line. But in terms of like what does this team do well, they just give they just want it more, Jake. <laughs> to be to be honest, I think that is their whole thing. They just try harder. Good. I mean, hey, that's fair. What a miscongeniality. Congrats to the Detroit Lions, by the way. Yeah. Big win for them. I think yeah, we can name them the award winner early, I think. Now Jake, think so. this is the fight. This is the final award. This is the final thing on the show. Unless you have anything else you want to bring up in terms of uh, awards and predictions. The Mike White Award. Ooh. And I think this is it's come full circle. Because we said it's impossible to predict. Uh, the award is given to someone. It comes out of nowhere, catches lightning in a bottle, then fizzles out immediately. Impossible to predict. That's why we couldn't really name a player. We threw around a couple names, but really, Jake, I think your Mike Mike White Award winner for 2022, <laughs> Mike White. It's Mike White. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I mean, congratulations. He did it again. Okay, in hindsight, we got to name a couple others because that award is so funny. I forgot about it. One we already mentioned. I think Colt McCoy a little bit, little bit kinda, maybe a little bit a little bit of um. Tua, <laughs> weirdly, like a little, little Tua, a little uh, Tyreek Hill got better. That's not really what the award's about. <laughs> he didn't not, disappear. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Don't compare Just, Mike White to Tyreek Hill. <laughs> I think they're the same. I'd like to see him run a 40 against each other. True. True. Um, DJ I mean, Moore? Really, it's, so, well, it's someone that comes out of nowhere, and then they have to die out immediately. It has to be a firefly type of experience here they can't glow bright and then shine the rest of the way they have to die we ha- they have to you know be good enough to for us to care that they died and just like mike white a million just deaths. like mike white yeah <laughs> it happened again on the grandest <laughs> stage in the most horrific way possible yeah he it's terrible it is it is i was just actually very filled with joy to see him smiling on the sideline yesterday like he's alive he's well i think um but i think one of their running backs zonovan knight like zonovan doesn't seem like it should be a name i think he belongs in the conversation there maybe a little bit i mean let's let's wait because it could be fucking brock purdy i brock purdy was gonna be mine brock purdy's need to die a death he's already shined i think he (laughs) he's got that down i was gonna say in a little bit trey lance (laughs) (laughs) he died you know he sure Especially did if he comes back a little bit that'd be fun skylar thompson <laughs> maybe skylar thompson we did see his appearance a little bit a couple weeks ago again came in through a pick and he was done at a boy yeah um joe flacco <laughs> maybe joe flacco boy act like you want to be there Joe, <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit, Joe. He's not even pretending; like he's he hates it there. I have a contender, a big contender. Okay, Jeff Saturday. 
<laughs> That's very good, too. That's very good. <laughs> Jeff Saturday, what are you doing? Who came from further out of nowhere than Jeff Saturday? And I don't think anyone can argue that he died to death. Delivered 33 to nothing. Man, what? I need to go back and watch the game, but what happened? Like, Matt Ryan needs to oh. die. This is his yeah. fault. I don't want to hear anything else. Did you see? Fault. I kind of, I was both saddened and chuckled at his wife's tweet the next day. Did you see that? No. It was about the World Cup game, and she literally tweeted, um, what a wonderful game from these two terrific teams. So good that it makes you totally forget any sporting events that may have been historically re- uh, relevant yesterday. Um, which I was like, you that's know good. what, Sarah? You get the joke, you know? And that's that's, that's good. Funny. Also, I like to think she tweeted that without asking Matt. You know, she was just like, oh, yes. This guy that's... sucks. <laughs> she knows that. Yeah, we, we understand. This guy's the worst. But, th- I mean, two massive comebacks in the NFL this week. Um, and this goes back to the point from a few weeks ago. Fans love comebacks, but I'm telling you, comebacks don't make for good games. And come back yeah. if you're a team that comes back and wins, that doesn't make you a good team. Let's just remember that. If you blow a 33 point lead, I, I'm willing to say you're a bad team, but I'm not saying willing to say like Kirk Cousins played terrible in that Vikings game. He was horrible. I I don't think fans know what a good game is. <laughs> and no. I, I'm included in that. Because if you ask people what the best game was this week, they'd say the Vikings game. And that's For not sure. what a terrible game that was. I think pe- maybe number two would be Patriots Raiders. And that's for sure. Not the oh, second best game. game. No, my whole thing with the Vikings game. Talk about like <laughs> the only question was if they were going to score enough. Cause it was like, it was just two trains going in different directions. It's like, okay, the Vikings aren't even competitive. And then, mm-hmm. oh, my God, the Colts run the ball, damn it. The whole milk the clock. Jesus Christ. Like, what yeah, are we so doing? You, I understand Jonathan Taylor's out, but you can give it to other people. It's fine. Like, get, take Matt Ryan out. That's fine, too. Run two running backs in there. That's okay. Just, yeah, do that thing they do in college where the punter just runs around for 30 seconds, you know? Yeah, do something. Jeff, suit up. Get in there. Yeah. Like, something I, needs to happen. I don't know. That was bad. I I will tell you, though, because it's that and then the other games I heard, which don't get me wrong. I like these games, but I like I like trash fires, you know, dumpster fires, which these two games were. Fans also think good games equate to bad officiating slash controversy because the other two games I heard was uh, the one last night, Giants and uh, Commanders. Yeah, not a good game. Like, no. close at the end is not a good game make. Also, refs totally forget it, like, losing the plot does not a good game mean. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, I will say that rivals the Clemson-Syracuse game this year for refs just panicking. Just, like, yeah. total, like, I don't know what to do. I screwed up the last one, so I'm not going to call this one. And I, I, I'm lost. Game over. <laughs> Let's go home. I wonder if people, like, there's fewer people watching NFL games than we think. And what I mean by that yeah. is like the games that move the needle, like the games that have the crazy player, the crazy ending, they trend on Twitter, they trend on Reddit. And then people yeah. see that and they're like, oh, best game of the week. Or like it all it's always trending, like what a finish or whatever on Twitter. Yeah. And they're like, oh, game of the week. Like that's not true, though. It, it was a crazy finish. That Patriots Raiders finish was insane, but not the best Boy, did you week. watch the rest? Is Yes. The other game I heard, and I would maybe take this argument because it was my kind of chaos. I, I don't know if the Bills-Dolphins game was the game of the week, but I've heard some of that. And I would take it because I'm fine with I, that, I yeah. love fans going nuts. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love the crowd becoming a monster. You know? Yeah. It's funny in the sense almost burying players in an avalanche. You had to stop the game for a bit. Also, toughen up. Like, I know. shovel the snow out of the stadium or let them participate. Also, God, remember third grade. You know what doesn't stop a kid from picking on others? Calling them up in front of the class and going, stop bullying Jimmy. <laughs> like, yeah. 
<laughs> announcing to the crowd, please stop throwing snow. Will yeah, not, not gonna work. Yeah, not gonna work. Um, but that game was good. I also loved like <laughs> just when it looked like the Dolphins had it, the sky mm-hmm. opened up. That was funny. That was good. Of like, what do you mean the snow helped the Bills? Finally, when it happened, you know, what a well, coincidence. There's so many, like, th- that was predictable. Like, the Chiefs-Texans, that was so predictable. Yeah. Like, I didn't know, think it was going to be that close, but, like, once the Texans are winning at the end or it's like, oh, it's a tied game, they just try to tie the game up, now the Chiefs get the, a chance to do something. Yeah. It's like, we know it's going to happen. And, by the way, then, my last Mike White Award nominee, and he hasn't completed the full circle yet, but mine would be Jarek McKinnon because oh, he's yeah. been amazing, but he hasn't died yet. He's still living his life. Yeah, that's pretty good. I, I also think quick before we leave the Dolphins game, I do. I have t- two things here. I, a question to you in different ways, but whose speed, which speedy play was more impressive? <laughs> was it Jared Allen's like 30 yard run where it looked like he wasn't outrunning anyone, but somehow made it 30 <laughs> yards or <Yeah>. was <laughs> Waddle's speed more impressive when it looked like everyone could tackle him and he just out, outran the pursuit drill. That's true. I like the Josh Allen. I don't know what was going on though. Like it, to your point, he was not moving times. fast. <laughs> no, I was like, what happened? How did he keep going? Like I was like, how did no one catch him? I'm like, ours. I literally was. Ne- I was watching at a bar, and I asked a stranger, "Are his legs that long?" And he's like, "I don't <laughs> think so." I was like, "How big are his strides?" Like they slowed it yeah. down, and I was like, two yards a stride. I feel like that's pretty average. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Like they should have showed a wider angle of like everyone slipping and falling or something. I have no idea what happened. A big fan was turned on. They all blew away or something. All I know is the Waddle one, it's like, God, it's good to be fast. Because that Waddle play, it was like, okay, yeah. he's got an edge. And it's like, oh, he's – never mind. <laughs> he's gone. It's not even close. He's just going to run past everybody. Great. It, it was it was wild. I have nothing else in terms of predictions. But in terms of just this week, I mean, crazy week. Obviously, the Bengals came back from trailing by 14 against the Buccaneers. That was crazy. Uh, the Titans look completely dead. Like they look absolutely horrendous, but they play the Texans next week. So, like I said, um, I'm bas- basically every show I've been on for the past month, just get to this game, and Derrick Henry is going to run for 200 yards and two or three touchdowns on this game. So, yeah, they'll be okay. The Lions, though, the Lions needed a drive to win the game, and Brock fucking Wright came out of nowhere, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> sure did. Fourth and what? Fourth and inches. Get it to Brock. Just get it in Brock's hands. And he goes to the house. That was incredible. I don't understand this Lions team at all. I don't understand why they're this good. But I truly, like, it's not even a joke anymore. I think they are a very good football team. Like, just in terms of the NFC, because like, I think the NFC is relatively weak. Uh, oh, we have another prediction, I guess, after this in a second. But um, in terms of the NFC, like, they might be the third scariest team behind the Eagles and 49ers. Like, I'd rather play the Cowboys than the Lions, I think. Wouldn't you? Well, I think the thing with the Lions is I would agree only because, I mean, at this point, I think you just have to admit, like, they can outscore anyone. I think those are the teams that are, by definition, the scariest. I w- The only other thing I would say is it's a different type of scary but I think beyond them, I would put – which teams did you mention? I just want to make sure I don't repeat them. Eagles and Niners. Okay. The other teams I would mention for different reasons are, A, the Cowboys, just because I think what that defense can do at times is scary of like, yeah. crap, they just blew up the game. Um, Like that's scary. And very differently, the Titans. Like no one talks about that, but I, I think – AFC though. Oh yeah, sorry, my bad. Um, never mind then. Yeah, it's just them. I'm a, I'm a little scared by the Vikings, but not in the way we're talking about. Man, I can't I'm, wait for the. I'm Vikings scared to they're gonna banana peel their way all the way to a Super Bowl. I, I can't, right? 
here's 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 the thing, man. This has two endings. This ends with them losing in the first round of the playoffs, or this ends with them three endings, three endings. And I know which one I would prefer. One, they lose in the first round of the playoffs. That'd be fine. Two, this is the worst possible option. They blunder their way into the Super Bowl and uh, somehow banana peeled their way to victory. And they're just like, see, we were good the whole time. Or C, and this is my favorite option, I think, they just do the opposite. One of these weeks, it's going to look like they can't be beat, and they're finally going to choke the other way around. It's going to happen. I could also see them making it to the Super Bowl, and then, like, (laughs) the year the uh, Broncos lost by, like, 60. I could see that, too. Like, just the worst Super Bowl we've ever seen. Um which I'd be nervous the whole time because it's like, what do I do? I don't want you to come back because <laughs> I right. I don't want this to be close. I guess I just want to see you get your ass kicked. I don't know. Um, I don't, but I will say, like, we're at a weird point because they're clearly not as good as their record says. But how much worse are they than their record? Like, like six games? <laughs> Five games, eleven win team. This is what's interesting. This is what's interesting, in my opinion. So point differential, right? They are plus two on the year. Last year, um, when they had a eight and nine record, they were minus one. So they are three points different from last year to this year, and they are completely different in terms of, uh, you know record like truly it's the whole narrative of the the ball bounced their way this year and last year it kept bouncing the other way like i just don't they are a team that are they're thriving on luck and that's fine but no lucky team wins i don't think lucky teams don't win a super bowl unless you consider uh the, the buccaneers lucky that the chiefs had no players on the field that could block right that kind of thing i've one, only one I can think of. Okay, who's that? Two thousand eight, New York Giants. Oh, I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. That's true, dude. He Hakeem Nix <laughs> caught that on the sweat of his brow. Like, there's no. It was a good throw. They, they beat they beat the Packers because Brett Favre thought it was too easy to throw to the open Donald driver. Like it was, it it was bad. Like that was as close as we got to like, just pure luck. That's true. Jason Pierre also had all of his fingers. True. That, that, that's lucky. Uh, looking back on it, Michael Strahan Uh, only broke the record because Brett Favre sat down. True. Very true. Never forget. Um, that's true. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird. Another prediction we made, Jake, and you brought it up uh, during the show. You've been a Cowboys denier from the beginning. Yeah. But but you said the Eagles are a team that's quietly going all in. Yeah. You weren't necessarily wondering. You were wondering why, but you we both thought, like, they're going to win that division, and they're going to be very, very good, but in the first round of the playoffs or early in the playoffs, they're not going to be able to get it done against one of the good teams. So we will see. But so, but we've ex- 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 essentially predicted this, but that they're going to completely get obliterated in the playoffs, basically. But I don't know. Like the, I think the 49ers could do it. I'm not sure which other NFC team could do it. I don't know which the other story- NFC team is considered one of the big dogs or like the legit teams. Other people would say Vikings. Um, it's going to make my stomach sick. Narratively, storylines. We're big storyline show. Mm-hmm. The Vikings beating them. Storyline-wise, for sure, it'd be good. For sure, for sure. Revenge for past uh, playoff tragedies. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, revenge, a, a loss earlier this year. Um you know, the schmucky lucky team beats clearly the best team. Like, storyline-wise, it'd be perfect. I would hate it. Um, yeah. But that would be good. Um, otherwise, no, it's, it's those teams. Uh, 
because I I mean they've just had the Cowboys number. I I would say if they beat the the Eagles next week and look good doing it, that there'll be people pointing at the Cowboys, obviously. However, it sounds like Jalen Hurts is for sure out, so it's going to be Gardner Minshew and the Eagles. Oh well, then Cowboys don't have a chance. There's exactly. no <laughs> dude Minshew <laughs> magic. I love that. Oh man, nominee uh, for the Mike White Award, award possibly, or the Nick Foles possibly. Award, depending on how this goes. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, that is interesting. Uh, I I think it's just the 49ers. 49ers, by the way, quietly great. Very good. They're just as good. Their defense, like they don't have a ton of big names on their defense. They're so damn good. It's scary. No, so, people forget about uh, the Bosa's. Weirdly, Joey Bosa hasn't like played all year. I, that's something that hasn't really been talked about for the Chargers. Nick Bosa for the Niners obviously is insane. Yeah. yeah, he's so good. No, but yes, I was even thinking about that with the Chargers of like, no one's talked about that he hasn't played. Like, I think that's been a big deal for them. Massive deal, but I mean, it, it's a predictable issue for the Chargers. Yeah. The Chargers will Chargers. All right. Uh, if if this was uh, high school yearbook superlatives, I feel like I would give the Bosa brothers like guy would walk out of bar if I saw him in bar <laughs> award. Like I feel like the mm-hmm. Boses just look so douchey, <laughs> and then I'd just be like, oh, it's not my kind of scene. Never mind. Joey for sure. Nick Bosa is different though. He, I don't think he's a Bosa. He he's just different. He's weird in a good way, but he's fucking odd. Know. Yeah. He is. He was not loved as a child. I think he's just. I give him guy. that superlative, and I would give George Skittle the the superlative for scariest person to say, "We're just getting started." <laughs> Anytime he says yeah. that sentence, I'd be like, "What the fuck's about to happen next?" What a scary human. Well, also, legitimately, with him, anything could happen after that statement. That's not the first <laughs> time he said that this week. No. It's, no, yeah, absolutely he is a scary not. human. He was basically bullying Brock Purdy after the game, like the because they did the interview after the game at the yeah. table Thursday football. Like Purdy's scared of him too, and I, I don't blame him. I'd give them that award, and while we're at it, giving random awards to folks, I'd give Josh Allen the award for most likely to just go play a lot of video games after a big win. I think he shuts himself really? out. I, I've got him painted as that kind. He looks so awkward in every post game interview. He does. Well, I, oh, honestly, him, him and award. Nick Bosa have the exact same energy. I think Bosa is more chaotic because the ward I've got Allen is more awkward because I, I know they're both Nick different Bosa. kinds of awkward. Here's what I mean. I was just going to say I'd give Allen the award for most likely to not know where to put his hand on a girl's hit <laughs> when they were dancing. Okay. Like he, I've got him as like uh like starts at shoulder. <laughs> Winds yeah. down elbow? No, that doesn't feel right. Ass? Nope, too much. It winds it up, <laughs> winds it down. Like it's ankle? No, that's too weird. You know, that's true. That's yeah. He's a weird dude. There, yeah. He he's an odd guy. Um, he ends up with both hands on her shoulders, <laughs> <laughs> just on the top of her head. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure what else to really talk about in terms of the NFL. It's going to be a weird playoff race as we get down to it. Um, Obviously, the Packers and Rams play tonight. If the Packers win, not much happens in terms of them. They have to win out to even have a chance. Yeah. Uh, here's, Here's a question for you. It seems almost destined or almost locked in now that the Buccaneers are going to play the Cowboys in the wild card round. What percentage chance do you have do you give the Cowboys to win that game? I will say I don't know if it's going to be the Buccaneers. <laughs> I <laughs> I mean I love me some maybe. Saints, man. Rock and roll and then and then we have to have the same conversation. Like they're going to barely make the playoffs and we're like, are they good? Who knows? Um no clue, yeah. Yeah, I will um, say with I, the Saints, they at least have to play the the Browns and the Eagles next. Yeah, the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers schedule is ridiculous. I know they play the Cardinals this week. They go Cardinals, Panthers, Falcons. Yeah, it should be them. <laughs> so to your point, because that's a good question. I think because it's going to be in Tampa. I bet 
Dallas is favored that's by true. three and a half. And that's a rematch from the first game of the year, correct? Yes. Yeah, and that's that's crazy. Tampa beat them nineteen to three. I know. I know. I think I think Dallas will be favored, but barely. I could see them doing a dumb like a point and a half. How did they win this game? Like Tom Brady didn't play very well. No, but Dallas couldn't do anything offensively. Oh, Dak Prescott got hurt in that game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And before that was terrible. Yeah, right. That's here's my storyline for this year that no one's fucking talking about yet. We need to f- start talking about how Dak Prescott's not good at football. I know. Like, let's not pretend anymore. He's not very good. He's a reason for the Cowboys' losses lately or being close in games. And in a nutshell, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones has too much Dan Campbell in him. He's got to learn when to let some guys go. That's what they always mm-hmm. say about Jerry Jones. He's too nice. Um, too nice. And he's, he's too good at posing for photos. <laughs> Jerry, get out of that photo. Uh, yeah. That's what they say. <laughs> um, but Jerry, uh, this is going to haunt you later. Let's get out of this photo. I've always wanted a daughter. Uh, but I, I think... <laughs> I think the thing there is, like Zeke too, like they have a top yeah. running back in the NFL, and they refuse to give him the bulk of the carries, and they it refuse no to sense. let my man Cooper Rush eat. I don't know if the answer should be Cooper Rush, but like the the style of play they have with him is better. Honestly, okay, so. We talked about in episode 108 that we've been referencing the entire time how Marcus Mariota is like three months younger than Dak Prescott, which was yeah. weird. And Are they all better the with age. Marcus Mariota? Yeah, I think so. I, I think they're better if they run – with their defense right now, if they had the Vrabel system in from Tennessee, they'd yeah. be killers right now. It's insane, man. I, uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand the Dak Prescott love. Cowboys fans still worship him. I, I he's a great guy off the field from everything I've ever read, heard, yes, etc. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah. So and like, I, listen, I don't yeah. wish the end of careers on people. It's just like, and I think with them, the hard part is no one ever liked him, and so they were like, he's not as bad as people think, and now he's bad. Like we can have the argument mm-hmm. if he was ever good, but I, I don't think there's any argument about it now. No, and it's weird. Okay, this is also the team, a set, I guess, is going to bring in Odell Beckham in a week or two. So that Trade means they Brock added. Purdy. <laughs> but this means they essentially, so they added T.Y. Hilton. They're going to add Odell Beckham. Does that improve this team, do you think? No, I I mean, you add those guys to spread out the D-backs. I, I mean, maybe, maybe, because their whole system should be built around we're not going to really have a primary target. We're going to have a bunch of capable targets, and we just don't want people crowding the box. So maybe, like, depth at the receiving position should, in theory, help them if they run the system they're supposed to. But I don't know if their right. specific talents help them. And I also, like, they don't strike me as the type of team who are going to add those folks just to distract defense. I think they want to yeet the ball downfield, which is what they should not be doing. But also, you add Odell Beckham to with a plan, obviously, right? Yeah. In place to get him the ball. He's a piece that's missing from your offense, whatever it is. And they've shown zero ableness to draw up a play for a specific player. Like if they could, you you would assume Tony Pollard would have gotten the ball a little bit more by now over the past couple of years. And now, and the only time he really gets fed the ball in creative ways is when he is the guy and Zeke is out. And I just, by the way, something I didn't remember it happened. I was random thought about the Cowboys talking about the preseason awards and stuff. Tyron Smith tore his hamstring this year. I know that seems like years ago. It does. I I don't know. I think the Cowboys, unlike in years past, are so fixable. Like, this could be yeah. a, an all-league team. Like, I think people undervalue 
Like, they might be the one defense that we all consider good. Like, that is irreplaceable. Like I think 49ers as well, but I think I was I was gonna say maybe you throw the 49ers in there and I would give them that. But um other than those two teams, it's like and, and those are like so hard to build at this point in the NFL. Like yeah. And and for that reason, you can't rest on Zeke, especially. Like you have the answer there, so that's unforgivable. And for quarterback, you can just do so many better things. Like I like Brock Purdy. Is, I can picture him in a Cowboys jersey so easy, man. <laughs> also, tell me this wouldn't be better. Go, maybe he would be better, but I, I still want to see him in a Cowboys jersey. Colt McCoy, hand the ball, do a play fake, hit an open guy, let's rock and roll. I mean, yeah, you're telling me the crowd wouldn't go nuts. Well, even if you just want to do someone available, just put Ryan Fitzpatrick in there oh, for the for sure. Super Bowl run. Tony, like people would go crazy. Romo, loosen Bro, it up. Does, that would be interesting. That would be really interesting to just gauge fan reaction to that. Andrew, come on, luck, <laughs> get oh, in there. My goodness. Man. You fit the criteria. You're a white guy. <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> um, but to your point, I think this. I think you could make a case that the Cowboys are the most talented team in the NFL, and I'm. It might not be that close. Like, Bills are up there. I think Chargers are up there when they're healthy in terms of talent. Chiefs are up there. But I think Chiefs, a lot of things are coaching specific. Yeah, I think the Cowboys really, I think Cowboys offensively really lack coaching. Like, I just don't think it's there. I think that's their biggest issue, other than like if you had to point to one position group being an issue, I'd say it's quarterback. The only other team I point that at, and then coaching is the issue, and this is taking morality out of it because I like, but the Browns have a lot of talented, talented guys on that roster. Yeah, I. The Browns are weird. Am I wrong really in saying? Weird. And this might be based on aesthetics. I, he's just such a physically intimidating person. But there's not many defensive guys I would take before Miles Garrett. Like, if I could dra- draft Correct. a perfect team. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Micah Parsons probably. Um, but, like, he's, like, the one that I'm, like, for sure him. And then I'd have to look. You know, TJ Watt yeah. for sure. But other than that, it's, like, I mean, for what he does, he's about as good as it gets, man. He's so good. He's also reliable. Like, he just doesn't really miss games. Um, no. If Can he- you imagine trying to tear his ACL? He got in a car accident in the preseason, a bad one. And, like, he just walked away from it. He hasn't missed anything. No. He hit Mason Rudolph with his helmet. <laughs> Good guy, Miles Garrett, man. <laughs> I'm still not over that. I I mean, he's a great guy. He is. He's awesome. That was the – it's the only time it was okay to hit someone with your helmet. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. No one even everyone's like, yeah, we also hate Mason Rudolph. That's fine. By the way, if that was another white guy who was like standing up for his black friends, we wouldn't have cared about that. I know he said that at the time, but if that was Tony Saragusa <laughs> swinging at him, we all would have been like, yeah. get him, Tony. Like we yeah, would have been like, what's making Tony so bad? JJ Watt must be defending someone's honor. He would mm-hmm. never swing randomly at Mason Rudolph. Absolutely. Captain America, J.J. Watt, absolutely. When did his nose start bleeding? Yeah. <laughs> Someone get J.J. a bandit. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that is what we got this week. Uh, should be an exciting week 16 in the NFL. Yes, Jake? Is J.J. Watt just Ashton Kutcher's character from that 70s show? Except it's his nose <laughs> instead of his eye. His eye. <laughs> My eye. <laughs> My nose. I just think every every play. It's True. like, oh, my nose. He is his skin is thinner than uh Nate Diaz's. And Nate Diaz's whole face starts bleeding when he sneezes, I feel like. It doesn't yeah. make sense. It's ridiculous. Um, he's he's just held together with <laughs> braces that don't go on that body part and a lot of cotton swaps. <laughs> JJ, where where'd you get that knee brace on your elbow? What's going on there? Uh looks sick though. 
Um, but yeah, week 16 in the NFL should be crazy. We got a lot of games, obviously, in weird times since it is Christmas week. Uh, so uh, Merry Christmas to all y'all. We'll be back next week with maybe some holiday-themed segments and goofs. Maybe. We'll see. And Goodbye. one song. Whoa. Teaser. Teaser. Teaser.